Hey, welcome to You Had Me at Black. I'm Martina Abraham Zalunga. Listen to our latest story, Everything Must Go. It comes from Crystal, a young woman who put her life back together after a painful divorce. I want you to breathe all this in. You're listening to You Had Me at Black. Black. Right in the heart of the city. Black. Man, listen, man. Black, black. (laughs) This is You Had Me at Black, and we live, baby. At the age of 19, I met a guy who I fell head over heels in love with. By the time I turned 25, he proposed to me. We had two beautiful children. He gave me my first call and bought us a five-bedroom house. I felt like I finally had the family I always wanted. Months before our wedding date, our relationship started to get sour. And I could tell he was cheating on me, but I didn't have any proof. I wasn't surprised, though, because he got caught cheating plenty of times before, but I ignored it. Even though I was unhappy, I didn't want to leave because... I depended on his family for everything, and I distanced myself from my own family. I had a fear of starting over with nothing. One day, the young lady he was sleeping with decided to get in my inbox. (laughs) She did, she did. To let me know she was sleeping with my man. And I asked him about it. And for the first time he admitted he was cheating on me, Hell, I ain't know how to respond to that. I knew the only reason he told me the truth was because he was hoping I would leave so he can be with his new 19-year-old girlfriend. But instead of leaving, I just started doing what he was doing. I started cheating. Stopped doing my wifely duties. I cooked and made sure by the time he got home, there was no food left for him to eat. I made him wash his own clothes. I treated him like he treated me, like he didn't matter. He got tired and fed up and tried to kick me out the house, but I refused to leave. He used to hide my car keys so I couldn't make it to work, causing me to lose my job. He tried everything in his power to get me to leave, but I wouldn't. He even tried to get his mother involved because the house was in her name. She normally would interfere in our relationship, but she said, this time, I'm staying out of it. The house is for both of you and the children. I was too embarrassed to let anybody know what I was going through, so I just kept it to myself. I went through it alone. I lost my mother at a young age, and I definitely didn't want to turn to my family, who I distanced myself from. One day, I left for the store and came back. He changed the locks to the house, so I couldn't get in. I got angry and I broke the window. I called his mother to let her know what I did and she came over. Once he made it home for work, when he saw me back in the house, he got so pissed off that he jumped on me. I called the police on him and he got arrested. His mom was upset with me because I got her son put in jail and I carried that she witnessed him putting his hands on me. I followed straight in order to get him. He couldn't come near me nor the house. 
His mother bailed him out of jail, and she kept trying to get me to drop the charges. But I told her I couldn't do that. He put his hands on me in front of my children. I left the house again and came back. His mother was standing in the front yard. She said, I changed the locks. I am tired of you and my son fighting. You can't live here anymore. She wouldn't even allow us getting the clothes out the house. Everything was in their name, from the house, the car, including my phone. Me and my kids just slept with the clothes we had on our backs. I was so hurt and confused on why would she do this after eight years of being in that family. I didn't have any strength to fight, so I just left. One day, I got tired of everything. I just snapped. I borrowed a girlfriend car. I round up my kids and went back to my house. Nobody answered the door, so I just kicked it down. I realized that he moved his new girlfriend in. So I got a tote, took everything that belonged to her, took it out the house, and headed back to my cousin's house where we were staying. On the way home, I stopped by Family Dollar. I couldn't believe it. Both of them was in the store, right at the cash register. Before I knew it, I grabbed her by her jacket, I jerked her out the store, and beat her right in the parking lot. Once I made it home, I took a picture of all her stuff, and then I posted on Facebook. It said, everything must go for a dollar. My mind was so gone, I didn't once think about what I did and how I can get in trouble for it. They called the police on me. I had to get a nun arrest bun and got found guilty for all the things that I have done. I was so torn for everything that I've been through, I started to smoke and to drink heavily. I became bitter and depressed. For the next two years, me and my kids were moving from couch to couch because nobody wanted to deal with a depressed woman. In the midst of it all, I lost temporary custody of my kids to him. One day, I realized, it's time to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Pull yourself together and get your life back in order. At that moment, I came determined to be the woman God called me to be and the mother my kids needed me to be. I changed my phone number. I distanced myself from family and friends. I needed to learn how to motivate, encourage myself instead of leaning on somebody else. I stopped smoking and drinking. July 29th, make four years. For a year and a half, I rode the bus, the bus to the workforce until I found me a job. It was a struggle because of my background, but it was no giving up. I finally landed a job at Lowe's as a part-time cashier. Within two months, I was promoted as a full-time HR coordinator. Less than a year, I was promoted again as administrative department manager. I now make double than what I was making back then. I went from driving a 1998 to now driving a 2017. I now have a house in Cyprus with custody of my kids. And everything is in my name. I got back everything I lost and I gained my peace.
I started a nonprofit organization called Peace in This House to help motivate and encourage women who've been through or going through similar things I've been through. I was awarded the Women's Chapman Award for the things I do in the community. I was inspired in the Power Her magazine. I'm grateful for all the things I've been through because it made me the strong, independent black woman I am today. When I reflect on my last relationship, I don't think about the things he did. I think about the things I did. I had to learn that I need my own identity instead of living in somebody else's shadow. It's nothing wrong with having a man that can provide for his family but you gotta make sure that you're capable of taking care of you. Sometimes we find ourselves in uncomfortable situations and we stay in it because we have a fear of starting over, of being alone, because we worry about what people say, what they would think, because we don't want to hurt or disappoint our children. But none of those are good enough reasons to stay in an unhealthy relationship because at the end of the day, everybody around you is happy but you. This episode was mixed and mastered by Miles Dotson. Thanks for listening to You Had Me at Black. If you want to hear more stories like this one, leave a review. You're listening to You Had Me at Black.